and welcome to the Billowing Hilltop podcast. I hope you're enjoying the festive season. Thanks for listening to us in 2021 and we hope to keep entertaining you in 2022. We're always grateful for any ratings or reviews you could leave on your podcast app of choice that help us with our listings. You can find us on Twitter at Billowing Hilltop. You can find us on Facebook. And of course, you could email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com. Right, that's it. Let's push on with episode 71 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast, Old Lang Shrine. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. How was everybody's Christmas? Yeah, it was fabulous. Thanks for mentioning. Rubbish. I we didn't have, have anything. There were no Christmas trees, no turkeys. It oh. was rubbish. No petrol. Had too much turkey. Lucas is in Switzerland, protected from the worst of uh, <laughs> UK fuck-up PLC. I found some petrol today, by the of way. Of course, it'll all be the I other way petrol. around by the time we get to Christmas, won't it? You'll all be sitting there swimming in turkey and God knows what. Swimming in turkey. Oh, swimming in, and swimming petrol. In oh, do you yeah. know what? I wish I, I wish I was swimming in turkey, yeah. if you know what I mean, on holiday. <laughs> yeah. Man, wouldn't that be nice? On all in turkey on the coast. Love As it is, a little bit anachronistically, bearing in mind it's the day before New Year's Eve, mm-hmm, I'm yes. finding it a bit chilly. Have you made some resolutions? I've made no resolutions. I'll make them in a couple of days. Graham. <laughs> but are you not preparing them? No, I like this evening. I am completely unprepared oh, okay. for everything we're about to do. Uh, As I was anyway, saying. Yeah, I've got that weird between Christmas and New Year thing where mm. I don't know what day it is, even though... Even though it's um, currently October. September. It's not October. Sorry, September. It's September. September. Even though it's currently September. You heating on in September. I kind of think October is heating on, like, minimum. Do you know what I mean? I've had the heating on once, but it was just very yeah. cold. But that was just for an hour or so. But apart from that... So, yes, Paul. The as I was saying, on. Oh, as I was saying earlier on, I was listening to the last canon. They were they were going on about, you know, this 15th, 16th mm. level and how it's, yep. you know, massive admin burden to do that. And they kind of forget bits and bobs of what their characters can do because there's so much of it. And they find themselves at the end of the kind of the feet tree, the chain yes. of things you can do with the feet. And I was thinking that we're eighth level, and in five E, would this be considered? You think the sweet spot? You know, we could, you can do quite That's a lot, a really but it's question. not. But we're not but overburdened with traditionally. Admin. Yes, but yeah, I would say traditionally. Traditionally, yes. the sweet spot is kind of eighth to twelfth, thirteenth. I'd kind of go. I I always think of the sweet spot as being fifth level when yeah, you get your first fireball. Yeah, to sort of twelfth, thirteenth, where things start to get a little bit. I don't know. You never but, know. I don't know about the sweet spot. Because I don't know how much of it is to do with how well the characters, you know, how the characters, I don't know, the rules or whatever isn't about the point characters work. Five E that it's trying to extend. Isn't the point yes. they're trying to extend the sweet spot? The fifth level's kind of one E, isn't it? Where you got the fireball and you've managed to survive that long. You had a little bit of robustness now. Yeah, your magic useless has got like eighteen fireball. hit points. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I wonder how much the sweet spot problem is that adventures themselves tend to get a bit weird when they get high level, less engaging. Well, so you can do you can circumvent things more easily. So you have to, and everything tends to become enormous. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like great <laughs> gates of brass with causeways running across rivers of fire, and it all just. <laughs> I wonder whether or not that's part of it. It's a sort of how do you go into a pub know. and order a pint of beer? Well, you don't. You teleport into the pub. Fighter. Yeah. Yeah, you own the pub. pub you are the pub. It, you, it's you're part of the citadel. You're a fourteen-level pub, a high-level dungeon. What, what? They have to go buy a pint of beer in a no, pub, no, no, no. burning just, everything just, down. No, no. <laughs> but just something more, more kind of low-key, but high-level. Oh, low-key. Hey? No, not oh, low-key. Hey, giveaway. No. Oh, okay. Anyway, D and D. I mean, 
Well, yeah. I mean, I, anyway, I think it's uh, they play Pathfinder. I think that would be the thing I would say. Yeah. Glass Cannonball. You know, their patron brings in like a million dollars a month now. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, they've got some catching up to do with that. <laughs> we found Pathfinder at fourteenth, fifteenth level. Just it starts to get. I don't know. Just too complicated. Yeah. Sheets you know? and sheets. We need software. Yeah. You. Well, I mean, you need software to run. Well, maybe you don't if you're a young, you know, sharp-minded person. But I need Hero Lab or whatever to run any old character nowadays, even in 5e. But do you remember Rune Lords? And we were just like, we were just, when we got to book six or whatever. Uh, it's the buffing. We switched to 5e. You know, you, you buff up before you go into a room, so you do all these spells and then... Yeah, it took us ages. Spend half an hour buffing up and then you go in the room. There's the whole puzzle thing of stacking bonuses, trying to stick things together yeah, that will no, work. It does all get a little bit much, especially at high level. Paul, I think we are probably in the first half of the theoretical new sweet spot in 5e. So we better, as Dan said, they've tried to expand it by changing the way that the numbers roll forward as you go up levels. What's the highest level we've done for 5e? Eighth. We switched Rune Lords to 5e right at the end. Did we? Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think people were about 14th, 15th level. Yeah. But it was a little bit odd because nobody really understood what was going on because it was almost a fi- first experience of it. It might be worth going back. Not I mean, I suppose we'll time. get there with this characters, won't we? Uh, hopefully, eventually. That is the plan, yeah. yes episode where are we now i think this is episode 71 Blimey. good evening uh reader thanks for your patience so uh, where are we now eighth so 140 about episode 200 we should be about mm. 20th level something like that anyway right if we get that far where were we let us not recap let us push on into the bright golden future of uh, your encounter with hooves hooves so i've got i've got three spells left we didn't do a short rest, did we? You didn't, because you've got a nasty feeling that your friend yeah. Hooves... Hooves. Um, no, we did do a short rest. We would also a welcome rest. a short rest. We didn't do a long rest. Johnny's pressed the short rest button, haven't we? Um, you decided against it, because your suspicion is that your opponent is a warlock, and if you take a short rest, it will regain oh, its yeah. spells. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. gave that a miss. Instead, you basically burnt some healing spells to get yourselves back in a bit of decent shape. Yeah. And you've headed to the double doors that lead into this shrine. And now it's Parker's turn. We're in the middle of Parker's turn. But let's, I mean, do you oh, want to... Oh, that's right. Yes. Oh, God. Do you want to zip through how things stand or do you want to get started and then we just, whatever? Well, you could tell us about the immediate situation just before we finished. I mean, Parker opened the door and then there's a load of guys... Your favourite thing. So very, very quickly recapping where we were, you've all headed further into this complex of rooms hidden behind the wine cellar. And you found this awful grub thing growing in a chamber and you've encountered this evil demonic creature with one green and one grey eye, hooved creature. And you've been fighting hooves and his Chios worm spawn allies for a while now. And even though you were right up against it last week, you kind of push back hooves headed back to what looks like his home shrine ground and you've decided to go after him rather than let him rest up that's basically where we left things parker has opened the double doors into this shrine area there's a load of nasty creatures in there including hooves and another one of these hinge headed horrors this one with backwards feet and as parker stepped into the hallway of this shrine a couple of things happened first thing that happened was that Parker was suddenly seized by this feeling of despair that seemed to rise up from the ground through his very body. 
Second thing that happened was the moment he did so, this hinge-headed, screechy creature at the back of the shrine shrieked. That's a readied action. So, Parker, we're in the middle of your turn. We've interrupted it. Yeah. So what you've got to do, Parker, is a couple of things. The first thing that we have to talk about is the effect of this weird aura that you stepped into. You are frightened, Parker. No saving throw, no nothing. You're just frightened. If you've got anything which prevents you from frightened effects, then tell me now. Um, I have stillness of mind. You can use Ooh, an that action sounds excellent. Yeah. to end one effect on yourself that is causing you to be charmed or frightened. The source of your fear is this green crackling energy. Right. You can see this shrine before you with this green crackling beam running across it. That green crackling beam is like it's like you're, you're sucking in despair from it. It's coming up through your very feet. Mm-hmm. First thing. Second thing is this shriek. You must now give me, please, a wisdom save, which is not bad, I think, for Parker. DC 14. And as I said to Alessandra a couple of weeks ago when she faced the same effect, I don't think I can stress strongly enough how important (laughs) it is that you make the saving throw. Okay. You really, really want to make that save. You You really, really really want to make make that save. Hold on. Features and traits. Long, loving, last look at his character. Uh, (laughs) Oh, no, it's... Yeah, got any magic. Okay. Here we go. New session, you got an orc dice. Come on, Lucas. Nine. Oh, it's going to be a Fifteen. No. Fifteen is Ooh. enough. Ooh. And you are Ooh. all right. The next I'm just thing, though, frightened. You're just frightened until you do something about it. Uncle Buggy, you are also within the effect of this screech. So Uncle Buggy has also got to make a DC 14 wisdom save. About being frightened. You don't know what the effect would be were you to fail, but it's a product of this thing screeching at the other side of the shrine. I've got my ears blocked. Yes, you're rolling at advantage. So I'm rolling at advantage, okay. And it's a wisdom, so I get... And you've got all dice. You're going to be fine, but it is very important that you are fine. Uh, Ooh, no. ooh. And the next one... Ooh, that's more 13. like it. You need another one. Have you not got another one? Uh... Would you like to use your Oort dice? Um, just trying to see if I've got any bonuses. It's nothing to do with frightening, you say. Dangerous. It's not to do with being frightened, no. This is interesting. This is back to Paul's point, right? In Pathfinder, we could be here for half an hour looking for bonuses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 5e has definitely reduced all of that widgetry, hasn't it? Yeah. It's like you've got what you've got. And then it's down to whether you like all that widgetry. I enjoy the widgetry. Yeah, so do I. There's been a lot of discussion in social media in the last few weeks. Isn't there going to be another edition? Play style. 5.5 or something. 5.5, whatever they might do with it. Yeah, a lot of speculation about whether or not it's going to be inextricably interrelated with an online tabletop platform, which would be awful news for people like Roll20 and Foundry. And, you know, unless, of course, they're being bought out by Wizards of the Coast. Anyway, sorry, back to Buggy's fail. Save, save. Fail. Yeah, fail. Um, I mean, the wisdom save is... I don't get my proficiency bonus on it, do I? Only if it's Depends from your on class. your class. When I'm a cleric. Oh, no, saving throws plus two. Yeah, sorry, yeah. It's, it's all done. It's all in there. Ort okay, dice. so oh, right. make a decision. Ort dice, ort dice or no ort dice? Ort dice. Ort dice, go for it. I should, have ro- I should have warmed up the rolls. I always nah. crap. <laughs> you tried warming up the rolls last time. Yeah. Absolutely aced it. So you're fine as well, and we continue with Parker's action. Parker, sorry to have interrupted your action, but it's so just what the we way didn't it do is. is we didn't say what Johnny got. Johnny, you rolled a 19. But do I get any sense of what it was exactly? You feel like death has 
brushed you on the shoulder. Oh, right. So it might have been a necrotic level, losing levels or something. It certainly felt like it was something... Or death. Well... Like a way I mean, I don't know how... I don't know how... Yeah, against death. It felt bad, and it felt like you have shaken off an effect that could have been very serious. That's what it feels like. <laughs> yeah, God. Right, Parker. That's nasty. Yes, let's pick up with Parker. Pick up a Parker. Pick up a Parker. Parker. Pick up a Parker. He was a green individual. Uh, well, I will basically use this stillness of mind, which is my action, to yeah, um, like negate the effect of being frightened. Only question would be, is any yeah. value in moving? I don't think so. You've what got do you an think, guys? If I step one square further into the room, does that give you guys an opportunity to step in? We're at the top of the round, by the way, on 20, yeah. for context, uh, dear readers. I think so. I mean, um, we could okay, just I focus on one, one step guy further into time. the room, and that's me. So you've got half skull right next to you, and you've got bendy arm in between you and the main shrine. You've got foot backwards standing in the shrine, and then hooves is standing behind foot backwards, and then you've got this big hinge-headed thing, another hinge-headed thing at the back. Uncle Buggy! I don't think I'm raging anymore, am I? I guess I'm not. My notes tell me that Uncle Buggy and Alessandra have got wax in their ears. Nobody else has. Nobody's got any worms on them. Burple's got a few spells left. I think Sessions has got a couple of spells left. The hit point situation is all right for Sessions and Burple and has been slightly bumped up for Buggy and Parker. Is that roughly where we are from a low I'm base? Good. Yeah. Buggy was trampled into the ground. He was on zero hit points making death saves. So yeah, is Alessandra. <laughs> Alessandra's got 20-odd hit points. That's mm-hmm. it. Okay. Sessions okay, so as my half. bonus section, I'm casting a spiritual weapon. Targeted on the, um, the one in front of me. On half skull. Yeah. 17. Have you got a silence spell, Graham? 17 um, is a hit on this creature. Yep. Good question. And the damage is... Yes, I have silence still. Four points of radiant damage. Then I am moving up to it. I'm yep. going to bash it, it with my... unwounded, this thing, yep. I'll bash it with my frostbrand. I'm not raging. I'll bash it with my frostbrand. The moment you do so, yeah. you're immune to being frightened, don't you? Or you've got some I'm kind advantage. of... advantage. Okay, there's no saving throw, though. You have the frightened condition the moment you step across the threshold. Uh. The source of your fear is this green crackling beam of energy. And you've got disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls, while the source of the fear is within the line of sight of you, which it is. You can't move willingly move closer to the source of your fear. So we can't go towards this thing. I, don't, you can't. I can't see how we would fight do that. Go and sort this room out. From outside the room or immune to... Um effect. I mean, the interesting thing will be to see whether it affects Parker again. Good question. How do we fight this thing? I mean, Some awful aura, unholy aura in this... Dispel magic. In this shrine is preventing you from... Yeah. Grim. Uh, protection what are sessions me? turning capabilities like? Well, I've done it once and we haven't had long rest. Um, I mean, are you talking about him turning and running? Because or I is mean, it? they are legendary. <laughs> How many yeah. did you get? Uh, I, I can do twice a short rest. Have we had a short rest? No. 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 What about so I things can do like um, consecrate and all that kind of stuff? Do you, you can do, do it that? once more? Yeah. Okay. I think it's. Uh, I need to do protection from evil. Protection grants several benefits. Target can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed. If the target is already charmed, frightened, or possessed, I have advantage on a new saving throw. I can't cast two spells around, well, can that I? That sounds like a good option. I think we worked that out. You can't, can't no. no. If you cast a spell as a bonus action, you can only cast a cantrip as the other spell that you cast. Okay, well, I'm going to bash this thing then. Okay, so your first attack with the frost brand. Well, it's not a frost brand, it's a great axe of frost. It's a 19, so that and is the a second hit. attack. The second attack is a... 
Four. Four plus six. That's six, and so that's ten. Ten. Is a miss. Uh, Do you have another attack? I'll take again. 16. Would be enough. Let's have the second roll. Um, yeah, yep, that's a hit. Frostbrand damage. It takes 17 points of damage, wow. six of which is cold. Okay, fine. It looks quite significantly and, wounded uh, by your attack, it. Buggy. We move on to Sessions Eeper. Mm. Sessions, you heard a horrible scream, but you didn't seem to be affected by it significantly. Scary stuff. You've got a blade barrier around you, haven't you? I've got the uh, Spirit Guardian, so I probably will move up to the corner, out of the line of sight of the wall, Yeah. flatten myself there and wonder what I can do. Healing. Uh, yeah, I'm actually you know, quite low on spells. Who needs healing? Everyone. How wounded's Buggy? I've gone 38 out of 71. So you've got your you back to the wall at, yeah. the, at the side of the door, like a kind of FBI agent yeah, waiting yeah, to yeah. go in. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I'm thinking about healing someone. Uh, how wounded Alessandra's is... on 20. Alessandra's not... I can't get to Alessandra from where I am. That's fine. Do buggy. Do buggy. Okay, I will... Or maybe do your silence spell. Well, silence spell means the Esprit Guardians comes down. Oh. That's just oh. protection from evil. So what no. I'm going to do this round is I'm going to tap uh, buggy for a little cure. Reach around so the corner and stab him with the happy stick. I reach around. Okay. Reach you got around a happy stick. Yeah. 11 points of happiness. Yeah, thank you. Very nice. And that's me done. Right, it's them. First thing that happens is that Half Skull, this cure spawn creature standing next to Parker and Bugrath, is going to have to pick one as a target. One to three. I'm only a small hobbit. He's <laughs> a big I'm green on a thing. Tradition. One to three, buggy. With glowy it eyes. Hates, it hates small things. I'm a cute, skinny old cute, man. Cute, small, skinny old man. That's the thing it really hates. Four to six, Parker rolling at five, going for Parker. First attack. Uh, it's a slam oh, attack. There we go. Hitting armor class. Not very much. Armor class seven, 17. Not going to be enough. Nope. Uh, second attack. Missing. Now, bendy arm shuffles forward. <laughs> shoot me. Shoot me. She uh, she says as she staggers forward and waggles her weird, disjointed, misshapen arms at Parker. 17 hitting armor class, 23. That's more like it. That's a hit. You take not that much. You take five points of bludgeoning damage, but you have a new guest. Yes. At Hotel Parker. But I'm in the um, Spirit Guardians. And a second attack from this thing. Hitting armor class 20? No. Okay. Right, let's do some saving throws. First one, uh, seven is a save. Second one, ooh, what's the DC of your Spirit Guardian save uh, sessions? Wisdom, 15. Now I think this is going to be a fail. It is a fail. Can you give me uh, half damage on one? Well, you can roll a set of damage and one took half, one, took, one takes full. Okay, let me just... Uh, and it's radiant damage, isn't it? That's the important Radiant. Thing. It's radiant, sir. Radiant, sir. Oh. 14 points. That seems to sort of semi-damage half-skull and more severely damage bendy arms. That's them done. Foot backwards is also going to stagger into the fray. It doesn't really understand. They're too dumb to understand. Do you need to be fully inside the... How does the radius of this thing work, Sessions? I think they use on squares, don't you? It's the... So no, it okay. wouldn't. It I wouldn't. Think it's a, okay. Yeah. It's going to strike at... Uh, Parker running a one. It's going to have to gamble. It's going to gamble. Oh, lovely. Go on. Miss. 
Miss. Ooh, a miss, and it's got to draw, draw a, a critical fumble card for itself. That is annoying in the extreme. Critical fail deck. Deal a card to Mike. Broken nail. If this attack was made with a claw, you're unable to use it again for 1d4 rounds. But it doesn't have claws, so that makes no difference. Finally, we've got hooves. Hooves. Hooves points down the hallway at Buggy, at Parker, and he utters some incantation. And in the chamber behind Buggy and Parker, so in the room that the others are waiting in, oh dear, there's this explosion of psychic energy oh just dear. behind where Parker and Buggy are standing in the doorway. And I think it's going to get everybody because it's a burst that's originating from the point in between you all. Mm-hmm. Could you please including all give me... Them. Including them. Could you please all give me a DC 17? Oh intelligence save oh bugger oh for <laughs> DC 17 intelligence save then I'll Definitely be making gonna some need some dice I think gonna be rolling the orc dice oh. in a sec 13 uh, here we go Alexander uh, gets a 22 oh I made it Sessions gets 21 it's just me, isn't it? Okay, I'm using an alt dice, Mike. Okay, I'm just making some rolls for my creatures, and <sighs> they're rolling badly. We've lost one of them, certainly. Okay, okay. Oh, it's a well, 16, and then I've got a chance. You're going to get it. Plus one. Yeah, I'm going to get it. Yeah, yeah, 17. Everybody takes half of the following damage. That's what I was talking about, healing room. Might be time to bug out. Whose idea was it to push on? It's Dan's. Um, Dan's Thirty. Thirty points of damage saved to half. So fifteen points of psychic damage. There's an and there, isn't there? I don't think there is an and. I think everybody yeah. saved, right? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. So you take thirty points of psychic damage, Uncle Buggy. And here's the and. <laughs> As a result, there is an and, which is that you have got muddled thoughts for one minute. 10 oh, turns. Fuck yeah. During that time, you are rolling a d6 and subtracting the number rolled from all of your attack rolls, ability checks, and any constitution saving throws you have to make to maintain concentration. Bendy Arm saved and it nevertheless is looking severely bloodied. Foot backwards failed, is therefore looking almost bloodied, and Half Skull failed and collapses in a pile of wiggly worms. Oh, thank God for that. That's important. And this effect... Can I assume this effect has also taken out the worm that was on the... Yeah, so that is it for Who's. He says, Our secret shrine now, or I shall destroy you all. And we move on. Ooh, I've got to roll a d6, actually, for the thing with the funny head. You don't want a five or a six. The thing with the funny head, I thought I just died. A two? No, it's fine. I need so to make a move. concentration save. You need to make a concentration yeah. save to maintain your spirit guardians. I'm afraid so, yep. Uh, 11, so just. And we move on to Burple on five. It's your turn. So, Mike... Can I make a request yes. that you choose temporarily or permanently a slightly different shade of dice? Maybe just for this round. <laughs> what, because you want me to start failing saving throws? Yes, because you never fail against any of my spells. So I'm going to try another spell, knowing inevitably my... that what the outcome is going to be. And I thought maybe it would just be a good experiment. I'll see. tell you what, give me a moment. I'll get. Let me get my... I've got an orange set of dice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which I tend to use, you know, at D&D weekends and stuff. Do you want okay. me to use them instead? Yes. Okay. He says hesitantly. I'm using my orange dice. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, so can I get 
since it's sort of still sort of Christmas. Throw. An intelligence saving throw, DC 14. Who's making the save? I need to know the target. The hooves. Oh, hooves. Yes, you can see so him stepping just out, through everybody else. Casting a spell at hooves. Now, I understand. If he's immune to being frightened, yes. it has no effect. Okay, let's just check and see if he's immune to being frightened. If I've got a lot of different. Just give me a moment, then please. He needs to make an intelligence saving throw, DC. The damage resistance is of that, and he's got that, and he's got that, and he's got this, and he's got that. Uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves, but he is not immune to being frightened, okay, so, so far as I can see. Intelligence but, save, DC 14. Here we go, with the orange dice. Uh, rolls first roll. He rolls a ten. It's not going to be enough, Ooh. but he saves at advantage and he rolls a 90 on the orange dice. Of power. Uh, he seems to be unusually resistant to your magic. Yes, he does, doesn't he? He does. Okay. I'm sorry, but that is that. Have you got anything else we'd want to move or do anything else clever? Oh, you've already moved. You've, you've basically run away. I moved okay. out, did the spell, moved back. Got it. Moving on then to the bottom of the round. Last person in the round. Cock. Alessandra. It is your moment. Right, we have a decision to make, don't we? Are we... Are How we alive are you, Alessandra? She's six points alive. Oh, I don't think there's any decision to make. <laughs> <laughs> You think that both of the creatures that are standing next to Parker in the hallway, in between you and Hooves, are bloodied. Take a yeah, shot at Hooves and, and head outwards, head away. Shoot across. As yeah, you move, but if I take away. a shot, that massively reduces my movement, obviously. Yeah, but you're, you've got a cunning action, right? So you can move twice. I can sh- move, shoot, and dash. Right, so... Okay. So I move, would do that. Have an attack action. Shoot at Bendion. No, shoot at Hooves. Shoot at Hooves. Ah, uh, that's an attack at disadvantage. Because it's out of range. I'm crossbow, not longbow. You haven't taken the uh, feet? Not yet. Because we are 8th level, right? Yeah. So we've just taken it. Uh, not that feet. I've taken okay. another feet. So I thought you might have taken that one. Okay, fine. Yeah. So I'll shoot a bendy arm. Take your shot. Hitting armor class 20. Yep, solid. 10 points of normal and another 10 points of sneak attack. So 20 points cool. of damage. Yeah, bendy arm looks really. Uh, st- that bendy arm staggers back <laughs> as the crossbow bolt thuds into its midriff. Worms go splurbling everywhere. It sort of writes itself. It's just like. <laughs> and then oh. I will finish my move running north. Oh, uh, any more move? Uh, I can do a dash action as well, actually. So you're taking your cunning action as a dash action? Yep. And I can I get don't kit. know that we. Okay. Well, I wouldn't necessarily go that far. Why not? Aren't we getting out of here? I was thinking you're moving right back out. up towards the staircase out of here. Okay. You don't need to go that far. Why not? Well, because we're not necessarily completely withdrawing. We're not necessarily leaving. You're <laughs> unlikely to get hit by that range thing from where you are. Okay. And even if you do, I've got a heal spell. Okay, I'm gonna. In which case, I'm just gonna move to go behind Burple in the because corridor to the north to of this room. In, yeah, I can move in, attack, and move and back, move away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do that from there. But yeah. if you move five okay. feet, it would help Graham. It would enable Graham to get out of that room. The thing uh, we've got to consider, which I think is now. what Graham is wanting to do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking. I'd... Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I don't think we we're, we're wanting to bug out yet, are we? Dear reader, well, Alessandra has run to the corridor to the north and has left a little bit of space behind herself so that the sessions could follow. So, Dan, what's what's the next... I mean, assuming that we can get rid of these two wormy creatures... How do we advance round, into this room? I mean, I think we, 
we the, pile that I, I was thinking we pile range stuff onto hooves then we don't really need to worry about the room but right if, if you're immune to the effect it seems sensible for you to to head in but the problem is he's, he's on the other side of this sickly green beam or whatever it is this wall of green and i mean i'm guessing that walk moving through that wall of green isn't going to ha- isn't going to be without some kind of effect right graham do you have so a spell i can't magic? necessarily get up no. to him you don't i'm out of third and fourth level spells i have one second level spell and some first level spells I mean, I can, of course, fire produce flames at him, but it's hardly lots of damage. I can only really do good damage on him if I can basically get up to him and get my three attacks in on him. Yeah. We've got to get rid of these two things first. Well, yeah. I'm just saying, I think we're close to that. The question is, what do we do after? If you're all sort of advancing out of the way up the corridor... Well, I can still attack, Lucas. I can still come back in and do ranged from where I am now. Can we come back again tomorrow? What, and fight him all over again? Well, but just him. I mean, how quickly is he going to re Well, he's produce... it's, it's their area, so he can get reinforcements, surely. Yeah, but, well, presume... Yeah, I but, don't know. I mean, have we not killed them all? Yeah, I don't know no, if that, you, that would be the case. we've killed all the undead, but there are guards upstairs. I think the, the thing whole is... Place is, is that... I, don't, I, don't, I don't think we can leave this. Hmm. I don't know. I've got six six points, so I can... I know, I'm happy I to understand plan. the situation. I've got a fourth level and a first level spell left. And Graham's and pretty I've much got out 15 hit points. Yeah, and Johnny's confused, so I've I don't... Many hit points left. I don't think we're in much of a position to kind of stick around and take on hooves. Well, I doubt because another another one of those spells. Yeah, another one of those spells, and I think even if we all save, we're all down. So it becomes it becomes a a mission of trying to drag bodies out of there rather than. I think if he's got another one of those, then we're screwed, aren't we? Yeah. The question is, does he have another one of those? It's a bit of a gamble, really. Yeah. He's done two. He's done two. Yeah. He's a warlock. Don't they get a shitload of? the same spell i mean metagaming from a story point of view we're now going to go back up and be very be able to be very explicit about what's down here i mean surely at this point is where we start triggering the story of the conspiracy being exposed <laughs> yes yeah, so, but i don't know how much help we'll get for it well nor do i but i mean if you were to now come up and basically explain what we've just done yeah I mean, I all hell would break loose i don't know i don't See, I, I'm not a great believer in the idea that you go and start broadcasting stuff and suddenly an army is available to you. I'm not saying an army is available. What I'm saying is the point of this story is it's about there's some conspiracy going on and we've basically been playing sort of scouts for Eligos. Right? I, don't think, I don't think she'll bring anything to bear. I don't think mate, she'll just go, oh, that's terrible. What are you going to do about it? Possibly. Let's pick things up at the top of the next round with Parker. On 20. Parker. Um, I'm going to hit these two things anyway. That's at least the first... I will hit the one that's right next to the right of me, hitting armor class 22. On bendy arms, yep. She reels. Doing eight points of damage. Yep. Dead. Bloodied, like I said, so bloodied normally means about half-ish. Uh, <laughs> second attack. Put that backwards was, what, was... 3E, bloodied. Uh, bloodied is a 4E concept. 12. Yeah. 12 is a hit, Parker. Another eight points of damage. I am going to do an unarmed strike on it because I'm in the spirit yep. guardians. So yes. I'm not that worried about worms. Okay. 14. Hit. Eight points of damage. And this thing really looks like it's clinging on to undeath with its little bony fingers. Now, I'm going to roll a d4. Yes. You are now the uh, proud owner of three 
worms, Parker. Lovely. Wibble off it. If you unplug, uh, at the moment, you've got mm. potentially an area at the back where we... Unplug? I'm just saying that the area of effect can't get all of us because we're spread enough. So... I oh, unplug the corridor. Sorry, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. If you move back... Well, I'm not going to move way. back now because that would be an attack of opportunity. Yeah, that's true. It seems pointless. So I'm just going to stay where I am for now. The moment I'm in front of Buggy. Remember that Buggy is rolling to run away. Minus a D6 and that Buggy is yes. frightened. So, so it's I'm rolling. actually going to stay where I am. How wounded are you? I'm on 28 hit points. Uncle Buggy on 16. Mm, not entirely sure what to do. I've got my spiritual weapon. Parker, do you want me to use it to get a worm off or bash the thing in front of you? Bash the thing, because the worms will disappear in oh, yeah, cause of the okay. minute. I'm going to bash the ghoul thing that's attacking Parker, the weak one. 17, and it's minus 1d6, is it? Does that affect the... It does, yes, it's your, you're making the attack, so yeah. So that's a 14. Is a hit. How much damage but is I'm that? I'm attacking Ooh. at disadvantage, so I have to roll again. Oh, yeah. 11 minus 12. Oh. That's a hit. 12 is a hit. Great. So it's six points of damage on the weaker one. Oof. Very close to death. And the only other thing I can think of is doing a protection from evil might get rid of this frightened thing, otherwise Try I'm it. not going to be able to get any further. The other option is to bug out. That's how the phrase was originally. Am I allowed to bug you. out as a front line you're fighter? leaving Parker alone, it's, it's not... Yes. Try the protection from evil. Do you want me to give you a bit of uh, Christmas spirit advice on the protection from yes, evil? Yes, please. You think that... Uh, well, should you be giving us that Christmas advice? Okay, I think no, you I'm might right. want to Fine. step out Let's before you do it. Just, um, I mean, spreading out is not a bad idea. Yeah, the target also can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. It says the if they're already frightened, I get advantage on saving throws, but I do wasn't given a save, so I don't know what yeah. else. If the target is already charmed, frightened, or possessed by such a creature, the target has an advantage yeah. on any new it's, saving throw against no the save. Yeah, but there is no yeah. save. Yeah, there, there is, is no new saving throw. We've walked into my Christmassy advice. It's you can see where I'm, what I'm thinking. Dan may have a. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay silent. What? No, no, no. Anyway. Well, if I step out of the area of the green beam, yes. no longer frightened. Do the protection it we will prevents go you from being frightened, but you're currently frightened, which means you're not going to get a saving throw. So if you go out so that you're not frightened and then do it, you don't need a saving. Yeah. You don't need a saving throw because it will prevent the effect in the first instance. Yeah. yeah, that's my logic anyway. The trouble is, if he Ooh, does one one more psychic yes. blast, I know. then the, I'm we're dead. all in the same boat there. <laughs> Am I allowed I to bug it's out? Not, it's not a terrible idea. I mean, Lucas get... is the one you'd be leaving. No, but doing what Dan said seems to me to be a sensible idea. Okay, I can move 140 feet. Well, you could also hit and move, couldn't you? Why do you need to do double? I can't no. move forward. Why don't you, you just gotta, move out other, around the corner, see if you're still frightened, and if, you, if you're not, then you can cast your protection from evil and come back in next round. If you go too far back, you can't get back into the fray. Well, I can, because I move very fast. It's just, if I go yeah. in this side corridor to that weird machine room, it means I'm out of any radius of effect, but I've only used one movement up, and now I can do like my... That, but you move back doesn't get you very far, necessarily. Probably two moves back to get further. Um, and we have heals and things that we could potentially be doing next. All right. Uh, well, buggy. I'm going to play it safe, because if he teleports or misty steps into an area and we're all bunched up it's just uh, it's just going to be a bloodbath okay so I'm okay. just I'm going to play Fair it safe enough. yeah I'm not going to get there in a next round in one go so I'm going down the side corridor to the machine room so I'm okay. sort of moving back 70 the feet back around the corner 
and doing a spell. And then I'm doing a protection from evil. You're no longer frightened the moment you leave, cross the threshold out of the shrine area. And it's sessions on 13. Oh dear, sessions now having a bit of a crisis of conscience. My original plan was to move into the pocket in the corridor between Burple and Alessandra and do some healing. But then I've just realised that um, Parker's waiting for the session guardians to kill his worms. Um, You could move up and do a heal on Parker. But then I have to go past the frightened thing, don't I? Yes, you do. So you do. What I think I'm going to do... How many hit points have you got? I've got like when you heal 26. Yourself, move back and Six heal Six hit points. No. no, no, but if I move, then I take um, mm. Parker out of the Guardians. So what I'm going to do... I've got to heal. I'm readying, yeah, yes. to run away. And my tr- so you're, you're readying <laughs> my, a move action. Yeah. I'm readying a move action, and my trigger for my move action is when Parker lets me know his worm is dead. Oh. Gotcha. But you could heal yourself. I completely understand. Then I can't ready to run away. <laughs> Yeah. Final decision? Is that it? <laughs> no, that, that, that's it. That's that's definitely what I'm planning. Yeah, fair today. enough. So just let okay. me know when it's dead. Okay, so here we go. It is our friends, the evildoers. Kius spawn zombies, hooves, hooves, and all of that. Let's start with the spawn zombie begins its round in the spirit guardians. Yes. Let's make a saving throw. Yes. Uh, which it makes an advantage, oh. but manages mm-hmm. nevertheless to fail. 13 points of damage. And that is the end of Bendiom. She is just sliced down by a flurry of spectral playing cards. Collapses to the ground. Now, the worms on Parker are all destroyed. Yes. Sounds like (laughs) my work is done. Parker, would you like to... Parker, free action to say, worms are clear. (laughs) What was it you wanted me to say? Clear! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And Sessions waddles his way back into the pocket. Triggering Sessions' ready action. So Sessions is running up. So we've got everybody apart from Parker in a little queue heading Mm. north back to the uh, wine cellar steps. Then this looks very like running away to me. No, we're regrouping and healing. Yeah. hinge-headed horror zombie. Rolling a d6. Mm. I want a 5 or a 6. You don't want me to get a 5 or a six. I get a Which one's horror zombie? Thank God for that. The one horror right zombie the back. is the one right at the far end of the shrine, hover, hanging around the little passageway that seems to lead off further to the east. The label is foot backwards right. because it's a copy of a thing, but it's hor- it. we're calling okay. it horror yep. zombie. Yep. No, it's fine. In fact, let's just make it's that fine. It's uh, official. It's just a bit shoddy work, that's all. It is shoddy. It's the attention to detail, Mike. I've told you a number of staff responsible has already been dismissed. (laughs) Anyway, foot backwards attacking Parker. First attack misses. Second slam attack rolls an 18. (sighs) I like these orange dice, Bob. I don't think I'm going back. (laughs) Hitting armor class 24. Doing uh, the following amount of bludgeoning damage, six points of bludgeoning damage, and guess what? Yes, I know. You are a newly wormed or worm host. You're a little bug hotel, and then hooves. Sessions will move back. Stomps its way up towards you. Oh, no, little green man, you must (laughs) die. And it thumps at you with its magic hammer, hitting armor class. 20. No. And it's second attack. Plus nine. Oh. Rolling on the orange dice. Oh, no. A 20 oh, on the orange say. dice. What? Goodness gracious <laughs> me. It's not my fault. Blue and orange can't blame dice. me. Yes, it, it is. It is your fault. 
Of course now, I can blame you. I said temporarily. I said dice. temporarily. No. I think he should. I think I don't think we should count these orange dice because you should have gone back to blue. That was the agreement. <laughs> Popping into existence, in midair, a little silver-haired man in a gold lame suit. He says, <laughs> "Hello, hooves. You've rolled the twenty. Thanks for coming all this way. Now, hooves, you've got a decision to make. You can roll now, or you've got the chance." to gamble for a potentially life-changing amount of damage. Would you like to gamble, or are you going to stick with what you got? <laughs> um, I'll take the money, thanks. And whose rolls his damage on you? Now, mm. it's a lot of damage. You've got your relentless <laughs> endurance, right? Yeah. Okay, well, I don't think we need to. How many hit points are you on? 28. Ooh, okay. No, this is, you know, it's possible. But the right Let's start die. with... <laughs> It's, you know, it's, it's possible it's, you won't go down. Yeah, exactly. You might be all right. I'm just so up for getting a critical hit on this. For starters, it does 2d8 plus 5 bludgeoning damage. That is 4, uh, 5, 10 points of bludgeoning damage. And then, what alignment are you, uh, Parker? Just make yourself neutral. Neutral's always a good Let's one. Let's have a look. I mean, it's, you know, pretty sure neutral. I was neutral. Chaotic neutral, something like that. Uh, lawful, lawful neutral. Did he just say lawful? God. I'm just yanking your chain. You're fine. Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah. But it does yeah, nevertheless good. do some extra damage on you. Some necrotic damage. I get to roll the dice four times. Uh, so it's a further 13, 16, ah. 21 necrotic damage. And if you'd been good aligned, we would just be getting started. Where does that put you? That puts me... Into your relentless endu oh, into my endurance. Relent endurance. Endurance. It puts you into your relentless. <laughs> the last time you said it was relentless entubement. You just can't what? get the words out. <laughs> Hooves goes, How are you still standing? Pointy bumps. I just <laughs> and it stick my is purple on fire. Two fingers up at him. Okay, here's the situation, guys. I could move up and do a confusion on one of those guys. Probably not on Hooch because he's got resistance, but on maybe the hooky, the, the open mouth hinge head guy who could potentially try and attack the nearest target. Or I could do a fourth level heal spell, cure, cure spell on Uncle Buggy. Uh, or I could save it uh, and do a counter charm, but nobody else, nobody else is going in that room, right? Yeah. Um... Or I could do a fairy fire, which is well, would be my last first level. I don't think I can go in and fight it with um, 17 hit points. I'm running away hit points. at this point. Yeah, Dan, I think... Because it, was, it basically it's going to hit me again next round and then I'm going to be dead. The tank is dry, Dan. So, yeah. So are we running away? I could... Yes. I could get a hit in, but then effectively he's going to get an attack of opportunity... When we're nowhere near. No, no, well, I'm hearing you. I'm just talking. Now working out how that would work. Has he taken any damage, this hoof thing? Do you think the hoof thing? He's taken quite a bit of damage. But he's not bloodied. And maybe not quite. If I had a load of hit points, I could go in and bash it with someone else. Yeah, I mean, helping. if I had a load I've got 48 of plus 3. Yeah, I, don't want to is, is I, get... I don't want to overstate how wounded he is, but uh, you, you have done significant amounts of damage on him. The thing is, is if we're going to do it, we've all got to do it in this round. If we can all get attacks in on him and we all do lots of damage, then we've got a chance. You're on I do one, my damage yeah. and you all do damage and we take him down. Are we going to be able That's to... Sort of, or we run Are away. we going to be able to do 
enough damage to take him down in a round. I don't know, but that's all we've got. Can I make a uh, medicine check to see how... Yes. Okay. To the extent that I can give you something that's useful. Okay, it's always going to be slightly... Uh, three. Cautious. Okay. Fuck you think sake. he's looking at... eight in total. In total. Okay, an eight is not an absolute yeah. disgrace, but it's not the number I had in mind. Yeah. If he was bloodied, I would have said so. You yeah. think he's significantly wounded, but perhaps not quite bloodied. That's really not telling you any more than you already knew. And we need to do, I don't know, some 80 to 100 hit points on him. Well, we Probably. can't do... Yeah. He's he's got resistance to to our spells. Yes. So I don't you know Bogrov is not going to go back in. He's too far away and won't go back in. I can move up in one round. But you're not going to go back in, are you? If I had hit points, then maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but you, you don't have to do your protection from evil spells. I did first, it last huh? time. Oh, you did yeah. it, right? Okay. But Johnny, are you going to go back in? If I have, I some can hit give you well, 48 plus three. Um, and basically, 48 plus three puts us in a position where one of us is going to still be standing at the end of his next round. But the point is that buggy can run in, and I mean, with I mean, that's effectively it's not effectively double that, is it? So there's what 20 ish points of damage. Uh, points of healing yeah and that Trouble is sessions can you heal me not where you currently are i don't have enough movement to get to you i think in order to succeed at this it would require everybody to do significant damage no misses and him not to be able to do oh and something. i've got a worm on me haven't i yeah yep. and not be not for him to be able to do something where even if we save half damage is 20 hit points mm. i just i think the i think that ship has sailed in a way we got spirit guardians as well it's not it's not making that much difference i have two two options i could basically ready a dimension door for when parker comes back and then everyone else can move parker comes back and we just bug out yeah Yeah. or let's do that or i can do the cure wounds the fourth level cure wounds on buggy and buggy runs back in trouble with my me is that uh, i can't raid because i have to concentrate on the protection of evil but i could run in with it on me if i can move up to him then i can start raging and then um if i'm then frightened as long as he's not moving away from me i can still hit him i guess i just can't move towards him can i if he's moving away so basically the long and the short of it is we're not going to take him down this round buggy if he was there standing alone with an extra 20 hit points could probably survive around I would. yeah in which case you use the withdraw action or whatever it's called yeah. the disengage and move back buggy moves in they take a round on buggy he's on next to nothing but then we've had a round of damage on hooves and then we have another round with buggy there so well, it is it is potentially me, doable but it's basically it's a hail mary it's, it's, it's all or nothing <laughs> if we do that it's a hail mary the session moves up with the spirit guardians if buggy goes down i think with doing damage down, and healing it's, it's just lunacy it, it requires everybody to hit it requires it everything to work in perfect order. It requires him not to have a massive smell. Well, he had a, he did spell just critical. It doesn't sleeve, do that which, every round. No, but we're all pretty I, low. We're all kind of... What does Session say, although I suspect he's just going to roll a dice? What do you... In terms of what to do? Yeah. These guys aren't going anywhere, yeah? Yeah. I mean, clearly they've got their monster and they've got their special power thing feeding it. I think we know where it is now. We know where you live. I think, I think to stay requires everything to go in our favour. Absolutely everything. Yeah. Not a single thing to go wrong, and that just doesn't happen. Oh, I love this game. I'm all for this kind of discussion because it's fun and it's interesting, and we, you know. but it is decision time. And I think 
therefore, that we have reached uh, the perfect point at which to leave Don't things. believe it. <laughs> <laughs> and cause maximum frustration to 9 out of 10 readers. And I mean that statistic literally, Both of them. not figuratively. Uh, we <laughs> should pick things up next week. Okay. Well, thank you very much for that. Not a thinking to do. Should I stay or should I go? It's always knees, knees, knees when you stick me on a bee. <laughs> The Billowing Hilltop Podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Champion's Belt and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. The Champion's Belt was written by Tito Lietti. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening!